Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Kyramed and Proven Investments Limited. My name is Keisha Hill and welcome to Impacting Jamaica. Today we speak with Omar Sweeney, Managing Director at Jamaica Social Investment Fund. Now, Mr. Sweeney is an astute engineering professional with a wealth of over two decades of experience in the areas of civil and construction engineering and also project management. And he has worked for several global entities in the local and international markets. This year, Mr. Sweeney will be conferred with an order of distinction in the rank of commander for his contribution to the public sector, in particular, the Jamaica Social Investment Fund. Mr. Sweeney, thank you for joining us. Hi, good afternoon, Keisha, how are you? I am great. Thank you so much for being here with us on Impacting Jamaica. So, Mr. Sweeney, briefly, tell us, who is Omar Sweeney? Well, well Omar Sweeney, I, I, as you said before, I am a Jamaican, of course. I am a civil engineer by training. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, I lived in a diaspora for more than 15 years before returning to Jamaica. You know, I studied in the United States and worked for a bit before I came home to Jamaica. I'm married, three children, and, uh, you know, my, I, I like tennis. I'm a tennis player. And um, I'm also known in some circles as a classic car restoration. Oh. <laughs> So, you know, I have varied interests, but um, certainly um, my number one interest is Jamaica, you know, and the development of Jamaica. And I, I think that's what led for my return, you know, I was passionate about applying my skills and expertise to help build my own country. And so, you know, here we are today. All right. So tell us how you got involved with uh, JSIF, uh, just quickly. Well, I was actually recruited back to Jamaica some years ago, almost 20 years ago. I was actually being recruited back to Jamaica by some headhunters, not for JSIF, um, to work in some other agencies. And um, in that experience, JSIF entered the equation and um, I chose to come to work for JSIF. And, and you know, in choosing my options, I, I chose JSIF at the time, not knowing anything about what JSIF did to be, to, be, to be frank. And it was on the plane coming back to Jamaica, actually migrating back to Jamaica, as you would say, I started to read the documentation. And when I read it, I was like, there is no agency in Jamaica that does this. That's impossible. And, you know, uh, I came back, you know, and I started to really take a look, you know, because other Jamaicans, especially internationally, um, don't have any idea, you know, um, maybe in the rural communities I've come to learn and in the areas in the inner city where JCF works, their JCF is well known, but certainly in boardrooms and 
on the beaches and things like that. A lot of people really um, are not aware of what JSIP does in the earlier years, maybe more now, some more. But um, yeah, so so that really brought me into JSIP. Um, really, I came in to on the technical side because JSIP at the time was doing a lot of infrastructure work and the skills for infrastructure work in Jamaica, you know, still are, um, you know, in demand and and so to help JSIP with their infrastructure, that was really my job when I when I entered JSIP at the time. Okay, all right. So you came in on the the development infrastructure development arm, and now you're the managing director. Uh, as you said, JSIP is a key development agency. So tell us how important is it for you? To contribute to national development. Well, it, you know, certainly over the years, uh, JSF has grown uh, from to be a big player in the in the area of development. You know, especially with a mandate of poverty reduction, poverty alleviation. Uh, JSF works across the areas of disaster vulnerability, livelihoods, citizen security human capital development. And essentially, when you hear those terms, it means the things that keep people poor. Because we know there are, there are poor people in Jamaica. We know that uh, everyday people are struggling and trying to make ends meet at different stratas of society. And uh, one of the ways that you can work towards tackling the problem is really to focus on the things that keep them poor. So, you know, if you're, if you're poor and vulnerable, uh, you have modest circumstances, and every year you're hit by a hurricane, you can imagine the impact, the financial impact on persons in those situations. And so we try to work as a development agency to make people more resilient, communities in particular, more resilient to the shocks that come from natural disaster, more resilient to the shocks that come from financial hardships and drought conditions and, and all the things that would normally keep them poor. And so it's very important to uh, work and I think that in the time I've been here, certainly it's been an honor and a privilege to be able to serve, you know, my fellow Jamaicans in this way. I mean, personally, for me, it's, it's very gratifying. Uh, it's very rare that, you know, you would actually be paid to, to, to help your fellow citizens. But beyond the pay, this type of work requires, you know, going the extra mile every single day, because when you deal with the marginal, and the underprivileged, it means that, you know, many times you have to go beyond the call of duty uh, to ensure because the situations are stark. And so from, a, from, from the point of view of an agency that contributes to national development, we're very proud of our achievements. You know, at JSF, we list our direct and indirect beneficiaries at 2 million Jamaicans. That's two thirds of the population. And so uh, you know, it's very, we're very proud of our achievements in that regard. And to be able to now be the managing director um, for the last close to eight years, uh, leading the ship, uh, it's been, you know, a good career, you know, personally, I'd say for me. And, you know, just, just a tremendous opportunity for the 100 persons that stand behind me every day at JSIF, Team JSIF, uh, as we cut across the length and breadth of Jamaica. And now, a word from our sponsors. A toast only works if it's shared with others, even when we're miles apart. So let's cheer each other on. Cheers to the best in life. Drink and live responsibly. A message from Red Stripe, part of the Heineken Company. Manpower, a better living, you do 
Searching for a one-stop solution to all your facilities maintenance needs? Visit Manpoint Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center. We stock a wide range of COVID-19 washroom cleaning and other supplies, gardening tools, chemicals, and more. Our experts are always ready to give you the best advice. Manpoint Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center, 14 Collins Green Avenue, Kingston, Freeport Commercial Center, Montego Bay, and 33 Ward Avenue, Mandeville. Visit or call us today, 876-920-47215. John John, Manoya in there. Lights are come back. I know Pinky this time. Akeisha. Keisha, just like me tell Pinky. Give GPS your number and then we'll send your text with them things there. So you can't stop, knock my door. What you mean? DM or call JPS and tell them to add your phone number to your account and you will know everything all the time. You're not for ask. Send your current contact information and always be in the know. Visit jpsgo.com for more info. Welcome back to our podcast. All right, so you mentioned that at least two-thirds of Jamaicans benefit indirectly and directly from the Jamaica Social Investment Fund. Uh, That is quite a remarkable achievement. I want to ask you, though, uh, you mentioned that in the earlier years that not many persons were aware of the work of the fund. Uh, How has that changed over the last eight years since you have taken on the leadership role at the organization? Well, uh, I mean, certainly our our work has taken on more of a national stage. You know, in the earlier years, we focused a lot more on basic access. So we did a lot of basic schools and minor water supplies. And many of these projects were in deep rural Jamaica. And um, so, like I said before, I mean, many community persons there would know, but if you don't travel into many of these deep rural parts of the country, you wouldn't be aware that these types of interventions were, were going on. Uh, in a, you know, in more recent times, as we work in, the spe- in spe- spe- specifically when we work in disaster vulnerability and crime prevention, we do a lot more work, you know, we're doing fire stations now, police stations, hospital um, clinics, you know, uh, that are in major townships. And so it, it, it has actually improved our visibility. Uh, we're doing a lot more work around uh, crime, you know, the zones of special operations, for example, those are national imperatives that we're working on. And so JCIP has now really become sort of more on the front page in terms of the average Jamaican knowing what we do. And so I think that has improved our visibility, but it's the same work, you know, and it's the same target and the same beneficiaries. And so, you know, we're just glad that uh, we've been able to have the level of accountability and provide the level of execution that would allow us to continue to be successful, not only to our beneficiaries, but also to our financiers, which are the multilateral institutions, as well as the government of Jamaica, who can continue to see us as accountable in managing funds and delivering on time and, and within the budget. And so that has helped also to contribute to our success over the last 25 years. Based on what you've just said, quite a lot of work is being done in Jamaica by JCIV. And you have led the charge for major infrastructure and social intervention programs on a national scale, as well as leadership and governance 
in public bodies. Now, you mentioned earlier that um, it's not the norm for persons to be paid to, to be doing something like this. So now that you're getting a national award, how do you feel about this kind of recognition? Well, you know, I, I feel great. You know, I, I, I totally didn't expect to receive something like this, especially at my age. Normally when people get these types of awards, you know, it's pretty near the end of their career. And I, I, I think I still have a good way to go in terms of my career. But, um, you know, my, my work in public service goes well beyond JCIP. You know, I, I've, I've served on several national boards the National Solid Waste Management, for example, uh, I've served on the National Contract Commission. You know, I, I'm the chairman of the Engineers Registration Board. I serve on task advisory boards of both University of the West Indies and 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 UTEC, and for example. And so, um, it's a it's a deep interest in ensuring that not only uh, JCF or my agency or my job does well, but but it's also ensuring that, for example, in academia that we're training young persons in the right way, you know, and that governance of public institutions, you know, that I can contribute to, to, to make the governance of these agencies and procurements and things like that. So, so I think that uh, I've, I've really tried as, as a Jamaican to offer everything I have in public service. And so I, I feel quite honored that I'm being recognized in this way or have been recognized in this way because it's actually been conferred since the 1st of August. Um, but so I, I, I feel quite honored that I've been recognized this way. But I have to say, you know, that, you know, it comes with the fact of knowing that I've also worked with several public servants, you know, past, present, uh, and my own teams here that have, have really also contributed, you know, many Jamaicans, especially in public service, contribute every day to the development of the country. Of course, everybody can't be recognized and everybody can't be rewarded. But um, I think that, you know, if anything, I, I, I like to dedicate some part of my award to, you know, my colleagues who over the years have also contributed by their support to, to me being in this position today. Right, uh, that would have led me to my next question because uh, this announcement would have been made over the independence um, celebration weekend. And uh, we just want to find out from you when you heard that you were gonna be conferred with this confer conferment will be in October, you'll actually get the award on the award on Hero's Day. So when you heard or you were notified that you were gonna be conferred with this award what was your reaction what was the reaction from your family and of course you mentioned you are leading at least a hundred persons at JCF. what was their reaction well actually i i you know i i <laughs> i'll put it to you this way i was actually driving i was at a stoplight when the phone call came and um and I did not even think it was a real phone call, you know, like, the person who called me, it's actually someone unknown to me, you know, and I, I just didn't think she was serious. I just thought she was like, you know, but he was joking. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, why are you calling me on a Friday with these kind of jokes, you know, <laughs> <laughs> 
So, um, but she's like, no, the, you know, the, the paperwork has been dispatched and it's a serious thing. And, um, and so uh, I think my family reacted similarly. I mean, Mark, you, I, I think a lot of the reactions that I've got from persons is that there may have been some expectation that one day I would be awarded. But just like myself, I didn't think anyone was thinking it would have been so early. Yeah, like no, you know. <laughs> so that was, I think that is probably the thing. And I, I, I'm also quite humbled because I've gotten a lot of response from persons in terms of really, um, you know, really, really feeling good that the award was given to someone who deserves it, you know. And, and so I don't think that it needs to be explained to anybody what, what it does. I guess my work is visible. And so that's, that makes it easier for people to understand. And so, uh, you know, that has been, that has been perhaps, um, perhaps the thing about it, that the good thing about it, that um, especially is that um, the commendations that have come uh, have been great, you know, and, and it's a, it's a, it's truly a moment in your career that you, you savor and, and enjoy because, you know, I don't work in a career like entertainment or tourism that, you know, every year there's an awards function or, you know, and so, you know, in our work, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of that place, quite frankly, you know, um, because if you think about it, you know, we help people who are in very dire straits and they always look at you as being the better off one. Eh? Right. And so, so your, your job sometimes is kind of thankless because they, you know, you want you totally understand their situation, but sometimes it it can you know sometimes you need a little support and even the people I lead, that's why it's important that we celebrate and support each other uh, because you know sometimes there isn't really anyone around to really say hey you know, and so this I know also for for the team of JSIP is it's a um, in in me receiving this award for JSIP I think it makes the team at JSIP also feel that, you know, Joseph is also being recognized um, for the work that Joseph has been doing. So if anything, I think that's great. We have been speaking with Omar Sweeney. He is the managing director of the Jamaica Social Investment Fund. And come National Heroes Day, Mr. Sweeney will be conferred with an order of distinction in the rank of commander for his contribution to the public sector, in particular, the Jamaica Social Investment Fund, which he now leads. Thank you so much, Mr. Sweeney, for joining us on Impact in Jamaica, and we wish you all the best. Thank you for the invitation. Impact in Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, Kyramed and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email to impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.